0: the Back Row Redskins show, guys. This is your host, Manny. And look, it's been a while. Got some great things going on in the YouTube community on the Talking Sports with Manny YouTube channel. Plenty, plenty Washington football content there. I want you guys to just listen to the snippet from um, my live stream last night on contracts. We're going to talk about some other teams, but I want you guys to realize that these contracts... um, have to make sense for the football team as we start to approach paying people. So I kind of want to talk about what all pro money looks like, what uh, pro bowl money look like and what regular money look like. So I hope Here's you guys enjoy this episode. for a little bit. I'm going to uh, talk about some football and I'm going to kind of relate this to my favorite team, which is the Washington football team. So um, a guy by the by the name of Fred Warner got paid today and Fred Warner is a inside linebacker, and the, I mean, the, the guy is amazing. I think he think he got an extension for $95 million, and 40-plus of that is guaranteed. I'm going to get to the specifics in just a minute. So it was a five-year extension. How is it that the 49ers are able to pay all their top guys? Kerry Kittles, Kerry, uh, I mean, I say Kerry Kittles, George Kittles <laughs> got paid. You know what I'm saying? George Kittle is the highest paid tight end. Trent Williams is the highest paid left tackle. Now Fred Warner agrees to a five-year, $95 million extension, and he becomes the highest paid linebacker in the league. It's just crazy to me. You know, I'm going to share my screen in a minute, I'm going to pull up some stats, and uh, I'm going to kind of get into what Fred Warner does and how this can relate to other linebackers that are about to get paid especially one by the name of Jamin Davis. I'm going to kind of relay – I'm going to kind of um, talk about Jamin Davis, who has not played a snap yet, and I'm going to talk about Fred Warner, and I'm going to talk about the guy from the Colts. So, the 49ers got that Brooklyn Nets bag. Yeah, yeah, they got a bag. I don't know how they're able to pay everybody. But you know what? The Niners can do that because they traded – three first round picks to get Trey Lance Trey Lance has to work out in order for the 49ers to to have some success because now you've put all your faith in a rookie obviously Jimmy Garoppolo is probably going to start you know he's going to get the bulk of uh the work to start the season and then if they feel that Trey Lance should play Then they bring in Trey Lance. It might be like an Alex Smith, Patrick Mahomes type changing of the guard for them. But um, it's amazing that they're able to pay everybody. So you have the highest paid left tackle, highest paid tight end, highest paid middle linebacker. you got a great defensive line. People are going to start to come up. You know what I'm saying? Joey Bosa. I mean, not Joey Bosa. Nick Bosa. He's going to be due for some money, uh, you know, soon. You know, maybe he's like a year or two away. Uh, from big-time money, but that's a lot of money, and I, I'm not sure that, you know, this money goes round. <laughs> I am not sure this money goes round. Um, uh-oh, some sad news uh, just coming in from Woj. It says the Atlanta Hawks center, onyeka Okongu, the sixth pick overall of the 2020 NBA draft, underwent surgery to repair his torn right shoulder labrum on Wednesday and will miss approximately six months. Yikes. Yeah, you know, Kombu was a great player um, um, out of Chino Hills. He actually played with Alonzo Ball. He probably, he, he played with, uh, with the Ball brothers and um, you know, it's just sad news. It's sad news that, that he's going to miss six months, but um, you know, wish him the best, wish him a speedy recovery, but let's go ahead and get into um, Fred Warner real quick. Fred Warner, let me see, he says, I want Rodgers on the 49ers. Rodgers on the 49ers would work, but I think they've invested too much in Trey Lance to get a Aaron Rodgers. So I really don't know how an Aaron Rodgers deal would work. Maybe they trade Jimmy Garoppolo and maybe two first round picks to get Rodgers, but it just doesn't make any sense investing three first round picks in a rookie to move up in the draft to now get Rodgers. If they add a Rod, if they add Rodgers without losing anything, they win the title, hands down. But um 2018 Fred Warner was drafted and he had 124 tackles. 39 of those was were assisted. 2019, his second season, he had 118 tackles, 3 sacks, 1 INT and a touchdown, a 46-yard Touchdown okay, then 2020 125 tackles, 46 of those were assisted, one sack, two ints. So, this is elite production, and this guy has only played three seasons. So, in three seasons, he has amassed 367 tackles. That's amazing. Four sacks, you know, like the interior guys don't get a lot of sacks, but four sacks and then um, three interceptions, one touchdown. Those are great numbers. <laughs> and when I pull up his um, the rest of his accolades, I believe that he's an all-pro. So when you say, wh- how was this guy able to get uh, $95 million? <laughs> that's why. 360-plus tackles in three years. So any young player that's in high school right now or in college that's watching the show or that's going to watch the replay, look if you want to get big time money, you got to do big time things. You got to produce. And it's the NFL is all about what have you done for me lately? You know, when you look at Fred Warner, he's 24 years old. You can't beat that. He's 6'3, 230 pounds. Um, he was a third round pick, a third round pick in 2018, pick 70 overall from BYU. I mean, it does not matter what round you get drafted in. You see what I'm saying? It's all about production. And in his third season, he made the Pro Bowl and the, and the first team All-Pro. So when you first team All-Pro, you get paid. Now, for the Washington football fans that are, that are going to be watching the show and watching the replay, you ask yourself, you have Brandon Sheriff, who's now an All-Pro. Why is it that he's not getting the same kind of respect that Fred Warner's getting? Obviously, it's two different positions. Obviously, guards do not get paid. But check this out, though but you got to say that he's an all pro, right? If we're going to base uh, Fred Warner getting paid off of because he was an all pro because he was a pro bowler. Well, Brandon Sheriff pro bowler, all pro is just how the cookie crumbles. Brandon Sheriff. He gets hurt. The injuries, the age, the upside, all all of those things are not there, but Brandon Sheriff is top two at his position. You can kind of argue that Brandon Sheriff is top two, top three at that guard position. But guess what? Quentin Nelson has not gotten paid yet. Nobody in their right mind will make Brandon Sheriff the highest paid guard. Well, actually, if you're smart, you want to get a Brandon Sheriff deal done. If Brandon Sheriff is your guy, you want to get the Brandon Sheriff deal done. Because guess what? When Quentin Nelson gets paid, Then that's only going to drive Brandon Sheriff's value even higher. As of right now, Brandon Sheriff is playing that franchise tag out for the second year in a row at $18 million. So that's his base. He's not going to go lower than $18 million a year. So maybe some team out there pays Brandon Sheriff a contract of $20 million a year. I just don't see how that happens for a guard. But you know, it's 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 a it's a chess match right now. If the Colts were smart, they would extend Quentin Nelson right away. <laughs> extend Quentin Nelson right away. That way, you don't have to worry about that again. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna pull up another, um, another linebacker, and I'm gonna try to paint a picture here for Washington football fans on what it means when players play. Um exceptionally, they deserve to get paid. The Washington football team have they have tons and tons of players that are gonna ball out. Not just this season for years to come. And when it comes time to you know for for you know working out a deal or paying people, you want to do it before that Pro Bowl season. You you kind of have to guess, you kind of have to bet on yourself. Like, for example, Terry McLaurin is due. To get paid, he's due to get paid, and it'll be nice. It'll be nice to get the deal done before this season or after next season, most definitely. Because if you wait for free agency, oh, it can get ugly. It can get ugly. Look at uh, Allen Robinson right now and what they're going through, you know. I'm saying, so for Allen Robinson, he's winning because he's getting paid. But guess what? Teams now have to spend more money when you don't get deals done quickly. Another guy I want to talk about is Darius Leonard, you know. 6'2, 230 pounds, inside linebacker. He can do it all. I'm pretty sure he can play some outside linebacker as well. But he was drafted in 2018 and in that first year won the rookie of the year. He's a two time first team all pro in 2018 and 2020. You know, he's second team all pro in 2019. So every single season this guy has been in the NFL, he's been all pro, all pro, all pro, all pro, whether it's first team or second team, okay? He was a sack. I mean, he was the tackle's leader in 2018. And, you know, he's been doing all these great things, even in college. He was a second-round pick, pick 36 overall. So what I'm trying to say is Fred Warner is probably getting – um, Given the 49ers a discount, you think 45? I mean, 95 million dollars is a lot. Darius Leonard is going to get more money than Fred Warren. That's a guarantee. That is a I can guarantee you that. So Darius Leonard is one of my fav, uh Colts. Yeah, he's he's amazing, man. He's amazing, and and, it, and it's crazy that he didn't go in the first round. It's crazy how linebackers are overlooked sometimes in the draft, and when they do go in the draft, they go from like pick 20 down. Every now and then you get, you know, you like you get those Devin Bush in the first round, you get those um Devin Whites in the first round. But sometimes if your eyes is open and if you a great scouter, you can get you a guy like Darius Leonard in the second round. So here's a guy, I'm going to pull up a stats. So for him to have all pro, all pro, all pro, and Fred Warner is a one-time all pro. You know what I'm saying? Like the numbers, the stats are comparable. The stats are comparable, um, but I think this guy is about to get paid. You hear me? It's about to get paid. He has 366 tackles for his career. He has 15 sacks, nine forced fumbles, four fumble recoveries, seven interceptions, <laughs> 22 pass deflections. Wait a minute. It says 10 defensive touchdowns. I don't know if I can trust this. I think I think somebody was having fun. Uh, you know, I, there is no way he has 10 defensive touchdowns. That, that has to be fake. That has to be so fake, man. These guys have made me so mad. Wikipedia, never use Wikipedia, man. There is no way he has 10 defensive touchdowns. And if he does, I'll say, wow, because I don't watch Darius Leonard. But the, I can give I can almost guarantee there is no way he has 10 defensive touchdowns. Now I'm going to use NFL.com. I think NFL.com is more uh more safe. <laughs> so disregard what I said about 10 defensive touchdowns. Somebody was playing tricks on Wikipedia. There's just no way. There's just no way. I'm not look, I'm not gonna to agree to that until I see it with my own two eyes. So we're gonna pull up the stats for Darius Leonard. And we're going to go through it. Um, so his rookie season, this guy had 145 tackles. 145 tackles in his rookie season. Okay. 93 of those were solo tackles. And this is a guy people said, you know what? He's smaller. He's on a smallish uh, side of things. You know, kind of like Jamin Davis. I'm just saying. So this guy is kind of small. You know, they don't know if he can tackle. And I think because of his size was why he he fell to the second round. Um, Seven sacks. You can't beat that. You know what I'm saying? Two pass defense. And for the record, correction, because Wikipedia lied, um, he, he has one touchdown. Maybe I saw one 1.0 1.0 on set 10. I don't know they they made me match so I'm not even gonna go back and, and uh and and uh, check on that but um you can kind of see why why Darius Leonard is about to get paid but Darius is asking is Sherman still on the 49ers. Um, He's a free agent. He's a free agent. And with the situation that just happened, I don't think that Sherman plays football this season. Maybe um, he works something out. I mean, he still has to go through the Dale and they have to clear him and everything. But no, Sherman is a free agent right now. And um, he was actually waiting to be signed. And I really don't even, I didn't really even go into all the details of how, you know, what, what happened to him. It's just, it's just sad, man. I hope that he gets the help that he needs, but yes, Sherman is not on the 49ers currently, but back to Dar- Darius, Leonard, man, I, I gotta, I gotta keep looking at this because a lot of Washington fans are saying Jamin Davis for rookie of the year. To get rookie of the year, Jamin Davis will have to be, top 10 in tackles in the in 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 the nfl period i'm not saying he has to get 145 tackles but he has to be in that 120 type range to even be in the conversation of defensive player of the year i mean rookie of the year but you know then again if all the other rookies you know all depends on i guess all the rookies combined so but jamie davis definitely has a shot he has a shot you know um but Man, these Darius Leonard numbers are just are just amazing, man. 145 tackles and seven sacks. And you see why he made the all-pro team. I mean, you're seeing it. You're seeing why he's gonna he's gonna shatter 95 million. 95 million dollars is nothing. Like I said, 49ers, they did great paying their guy now rather than later. You know, in year after year three, you paid your guy. So hopefully. Washington pays Terry McLaurin after year three. I would love to see it done now, but I guess after year three, then you can go ahead and extend your guy. It's better to do it after year three than waiting for year four, especially guys like Warner, who doesn't have that first round pedigree, who doesn't have they, – they don't have that option of giving him that, you know, that fifth-year option. So you got to kind of pay your guys now than waiting for after year four free agency and all of that, you know, it gets, it gets crazy. So year two for Leonard, you know, 99, uh, total tackles, which is not bad. I read something different on Wikipedia, but I guess 99 is probably more accurate. That's probably why he was second team all pro his second year. Um, he had five, uh, sacks and, he, but he also had five interceptions. So that's deserving of all pro. Whether it's first or second, it doesn't matter. I'm pretty sure somebody, you know, outplayed him in 2019. I don't feel like looking it up, you know. And then he only played 13 games as well, so that's probably why he didn't get that um, get that over 100 uh, sacks, things of that nature. But 99 tackles, five sacks, and five ints for a middle linebacker, or inside linebacker. That's amazing, and he had a touchdown. He had a touchdown and i'm seeing touchdown yards i mean or i guess yards after uh, ints was 92 but i mean that's just that's just amazing i'm just uh i'm just amazed i'm amazed and then in 2020 he had 122 tackles um he had three sacks he had seven pass defense so he defends a lot of passes so not only is he a great inside linebacker not only is he a great tackler He's also a great coverage linebacker, and that's something that you cannot uh, take for granted. It's hard to get these guys that can cover tight ends. Darius Leonard is like one of the best, if not the best linebackers. And then there's so many great ones. Devin White is another one. I love me some Devin White. He Devin White is awesome. And we saw how great he was in the Super Bowl. You need these quarterbacks of the defenses if you want to have any success. So now, Back to how this ties in with Washington football. So you guys are saying Jamin Davis, defensive rookie of the year. And you see what it takes to be a defensive rookie of the year. You can't compare him to Chase Young because those are two different positions. Like I've said, the number has to be at least 120 tackles. Because there's going to be other guys. There's going to be other defenders, other linebackers that are going to produce. And they're going to want to say, hey, I'm better than Jamie Davis. But Jamie Davis, under this defense, uh, this defensive scheme with the, oh man, with that defensive line, Big Matt, Settle, Payne, Allen, Chase, and Sweat on the outside, things can get fun. Things can get fun for this defense. So a lot can happen. A lot can happen. I'm not saying that Jamie Davis doesn't win the rookie of the year, but I just want people to kind of see what it takes now if jamie davis does win rookie of the year guess what you're already setting up yourself for greatness that means you have to produce you have to outproduce that every single year now he can win defensive rookie of the year and still not be an all pro and that's totally fine you don't have to be a darius leonard you know what i'm saying everybody has to be who they are but what i'm saying is you guys see uh, darius leonard's numbers you guys see fred warner's numbers and let's say that jamie davis is Producing like this, maybe not exactly, but producing like this. Then I mean, guess what? That's a that's another first rounder that's about to get paid. So it's like, how do you keep all these first rounders, or how do you keep all this talent? Because sometimes you find guys like Antonio Gibson in the third, Terry McLaurin in the third. Hopefully, Dayami Brown follows, you know, that same that same vibe, that same vibe, and continue to produce. So. Man, a lot can happen. The Washington football team definitely has some have some decisions to make. Training camp is starting, man. Training camp is starting. And we 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 have all been waiting for it. You know, we want to see what happens with Landon Collins. You know, we want to see what happens with Camp Curl. You know, is there gonna be a battle? You know, are we gonna see more, you know, um safeties than linebackers on the field? And it's like. What are the football team going to do with linebacker depth? I know I've talked about this in previous videos. I've talked about this in in previous podcasts, but there's a lot of decisions to be made, a lot of decisions to be made. What happens at wide receiver? Wide receiver is going to be an interesting, interesting camp because you got guys like Harmon and Sims and AGG who are all similar. So what happens there? What happens with Adam Humphreys? What happens with Steven Sims? Uh, hey, a lot of us Washington fans are tired of Steven Sims Jr. And who knows what happens? I can't really say I know what's about to happen. An injury or two can change the entire dynamics of everything. Look at Cam Akers. Look at what happened to him. And this is why I say teams should draft running backs every two years. They drafted uh, Darryl, Darryl Henderson and, you know what I'm saying, the next year they drafted Cam Akers and everybody was like, are they crazy? Are they crazy? No. Running back is a position that you got to continue to draft and continue to draft and continue to draft. Why? Because you can't trust those guys. You know, as much as I love Antonio Gibson for the Washington football team, guess what? Next year you might want to draft another running back or in the or next couple of years, draft another running back. It's a position that doesn't last anymore. I'd rather have an elite wide receiver than have an elite running back just because you don't even know how many years these running backs can last. Look at Saquon Barkley. He was taken so high in the draft and he has not paid off yet for the Giants. And guess what? They got to pick up his fifth year option because they invested so much draft capital in terms of where they drafted him at. They could have traded back and gotten more value that can help their team. Maybe they could have gotten some guys that could help that Giants team in the trenches, you know what I'm saying? But no, you want to you want to draft a running back in the top five. You know, it's 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 crazy to me, you know. But guess what? There are some running backs that are special, and everybody was looking at Saquon Barkley as being that next Adrian Peterson type kind of guy, you know. But it just is what it is. Speaking of Adrian Peterson, he still wants to play. Does he go to the Rams? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe he goes to the Rams, maybe he fixed that team. Who knows? Who knows? But Adrian Peterson is so close to passing that next uh, 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 back. And I think he's so close to passing Barry Sanders, you know, Um, but. I'm just excited that football is coming back. Football is coming back. And, um, you know, I'm excited for my Washington football team. I think this is a year that we do something special. Everybody is afraid of Fitzpatrick. I've been seeing a lot of chatter in the fantasy world. What do you do with Fitzpatrick? Is Fitzpatrick the guy? Is Fitzpatrick this? Do you think that Fitzpatrick has the best career he's ever had? Do you think that Fitzpatrick cracks 30 touchdowns this year? I don't know. I don't know if he cracks 30. You know, somebody was showing me the stats. I think it was George Carmi. He says the last Washington football team quarterback to have thirty plus touchdowns, or to have to, to even crack thirty, was like so many years ago. It might have even been been in the sixties. I, I I can't even think. I can't even remember. But um, so I don't think that Fitzpatrick cracks thirty. Thirty is a tough number. Um, twenty seven would be great. I think twenty seven is perfect. I think the twenty four is probably safe. Um. You know, I did my offensive uh, predictions, my offensive uh, skilled. Uh, my I ranked my top seven offensive skill uh, players. Yo, we got T Ho in the building, man. You came right in time. I'm at the um, Washington Football Talk at this point of of the podcast. So, yeah, hop on in. Uh, chime in any questions you have, any concerns, but um, you know. Just kind of just free just kind of free flowing right now. And uh as I say that my face is fading. <laughs> my face is fading on this uh on the stream right now. It's, it's it's crazy. I'm gonna have to adjust myself. Yeah, you know, I don't think you guys really care about my face, anyways. But um, you know, we're just talking Washington football, man. Training camp is coming up. Um, back to Fitzpatrick. You know, does Taylor Heineke have enough? To push Fitzpatrick. I think they brought Fitzpatrick here for a reason. I think that Fitzpatrick is great for a guy like Terry McLaurin, to be honest. I just think it's a win-win uh scenario if you have Terry McLaurin uh happy, you know, because he's a guy that you gotta pay. And I don't I don't know if um Taylor Heineke does enough. I mean, we've we've seen a small sample size, you know, we know who Fitzpatrick is. We get it, you know, gunslinger, he's, he's going to come in here, throw the ball, sling the ball, that kind of thing. But does he does he have enough? Does he have enough? That's what it all boils down to. Um, let me see the comments. t says, are we going to keep Adam Humphreys? Because I heard rumors that we are going to trade him. Um. I think those rumors are false. I have not seen any uh rumors about trading Adam Humphreys. And this is why. Adam Humphreys is on a one-year deal. He can be cut and he can choose whatever team he wants to go to. I don't think anybody trades any assets for a guy that you can get for free. Adam Humphreys is a guy that's very replaceable. You know, he's not a guy that that people are going to want to go trade for now. If you're talking Antonio Gandy, Golden, or if you're talking a guy like um, even Kelvin Harmon, those are guys that could possibly get traded. You know, those are guys that people would actually want to go and trade for because of the upside there. Adam Humphries is just a nice veteran. I like, think about this. Every team in the NFL had a chance to sign Adam Humphries. Okay. Obviously, Adam Humphreys decided to sign with Washington. But if people wanted Adam Humphreys, <laughs> they would have you know signed him in free agency. That's all I'm trying to say, respectfully. So yeah, I think those rumors are false. But Adam Humphreys is a guy that can possibly be in a bubble. I don't see Adam Humphreys possibly making a team. I mean, he has a chance to make the team, but it's not a it's not a guarantee. I don't think it's a guarantee. If Dax Mill outplays Humphreys, he's gone. You know, what I'm saying a lot of things can happen. With Adam Humphrey. So he's not he's not necessarily a guy that's a lot to make the team. And he has that issue with injuries. He has that issue with with you know concussions and things of that nature. So he says, um, TO says, We have two great vets, uh, Curtis and Adam. Yes, I love Curtis Samuel. I, did, I think I did my prediction and I had him at about 800 yards receiving, and somebody was saying, Oh, if you're paying him that much money, he needs to give you more than 800. Think about it targets have to be spread, right? If Terry is to have a thousand yards, or I predicted Terry for 1400, okay? So if I predict Terry for 1400, there's just no way that Curtis can have a thousand. It's possible. It's possible that Terry doesn't even get close to 1,400, but that's just kind of what I see. That's kind of how I based my my uh, my mini prediction. But I also had uh, Curtis at uh, 200 yards uh, rushing, but somebody said that number was too small. So I really don't know what people are expecting from the Washington football team offense this year, but um, Fitzpatrick is a guy that I see around Let's just say 3,800 yards passing. So, if that's 3,800 yards passing, who's catching the passes? You got Logan Thomas out there. He'll have a role. You have JD McKissick out there. He'll 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 have a role. So you have all these different guys. So um, we'll see. Tio says, "I'm sure Samuel and Adams will make the team." Um, we'll, hey, we will definitely see. Like I said, I'm I'm not so sure that Adam Humphreys is a lock, but we'll see. I'm probably wrong, but um, we shall see what happens. Um, I just feel like we drafted some young guys that can play. We drafted them for a reason. Even guys like AGG was drafted by this regime. So, you know, it's all about having your guys and things of that nature. Adam Humphries is on a one-year deal. If a younger guy comes in and, and outplays him, why not go with the guy that you've invested draft capital in that can, you know, help shape the future? for this offense. So it's going to be a lot of moving parts, lots of moving pieces, players that I'm excited to see this year coming back, Landon Collins. I know a lot of people don't like Landon Collins. I'm excited to see him. I'm excited to see if he's going to play at a, at a great level. I'm not saying pro bowl or all pro level. I'm just saying at a decent to great level or good decent to good, even um, I'll take that. And maybe he's a piece that you can move via trade even if it's for a fifth-round pick at the trade deadline or a sixth-round pick at the at the trade deadline, instead of just cutting him next year, who knows? But nobody's trading for that um, for that contract. But I'm just saying, if he just if he's just balling out and he's not part of the future, then you might as well just you know move on from him. Um, so I'm definitely intrigued. Big man Adonis, I'm glad that he's back. I posted something on the Back Row Redskins Show Twitter. That's Back Pro Redskins. Y'all check that out. And the post kind of went crazy. People were, you know, retweeting it, reposting it. And um, he's expected to have a big season. He's literally you can argue and say that Matt Aydonis is the best uh, interior pass rusher. I'm not talking about an overall defensive tackle play. I'm talking about in terms of pass rush ability, that bull rush, that strength Um He's amazing. He's amazing. I and I think he's one of the strongest guys on the team. Speaking of stronger, the strongest guys on the team, you guys go check out the Talking Sports with Manny YouTube channel. I put up a, a video of uh, Wes Schweitzer and his crazy, insane workouts. I don't know. If, I don't know if uh, if you guys have seen it, but it's 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 up on Twitter. I mean, on uh, YouTube right now. It's live. Y'all go check out Wes Schweitzer and his workout regime. It's crazy. He does things that are mind blowing. You know, he's, he's another strong guy. So I, I look camp is going to be so fun watching West versus Matt, watching uh, Payne versus um, flowers. Those are some big boys. That's the, those are some big boys. Now the tackles, I don't think either one of our tackles will have a chance versus Montez sweat and chase, but they're going to hold their own. Um, you know, the rookie, uh, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome, man. I, I'm just excited for the season. Um, I, I'm just more so um, intrigued at this moment in time. The matchups in camp between offense versus defense. You got St. Juice who talks so much trash. He's ready ready to take on Terry, and I am looking forward to that. That's going to be a, a matchup that, that that that's going to be prime time. Time, St. Juice and Terry. Of course, Terry is going to try to abuse the rookie, but the rookie has shown that, you know, he can do some things. He can do some things, you know, and with St. Juice and uh, William Jackson III, that's definitely going to um, help to uh, spoof things up for us. So, I, look, I'm loving that. I'm loving that aspect of the defense. Uh, we definitely need corners out there that are going to fight and battle because the NFC East, Amari Cooper, Kenny Galladay. I mean, NFC's got some receivers. CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup. I can go on and on and on. So you definitely need corners. So definitely looking for a St. Jude's versus Terry in camp. Preseason is going to be great. Just a lot of great things happening. But um, the next video I want to be dropping on YouTube will be the defensive playmakers for the Washington football team. I'm going to kind of rank them from – Maybe I might be able to get 10. When I, when I did offense, I was only able to get seven playmakers. But on defense, I'm pretty sure I can get 10. So I'll, I'll start from 10, and I'll work my way up to one. Um, so you guys look out for that on the Talking Sports with Manny YouTube channel. So, guys, this is my time. I hope you guys enjoyed this joint podcast. Um, half of this audio will be going to the Talking Sports with Manny Um podcast and then the other half will be going to the back row redskins show podcast so i will catch you guys on the next video for those of you guys that are watching on youtube please like please subscribe please share as i continue to bring you guys the best topics in sports from fantasy football to nba to washington football lakers wizards just whatever you like this is a buffet pick what you like um So please like, please subscribe, please share. And for those of you guys that are listening to the audio version, I appreciate you guys. Head on over to uh, YouTube, support your boy. Like the Talking Sports with Manny YouTube channel. I do produce a lot of Washington football content. And until next time, you guys be blessed and you guys be safe. I will catch you guys on the next video. And I'm out. Peace.